0: This episode of the King Do It Is podcast is sponsored by McDonald's. Para mí, McDonald's es más que un lugar de comida sabrosa. Es un lugar donde la gente se conoce. Imagínate, tú sales un fin de semana sudado, cansado, después de bailando tanto el merengue, la salsa, el reggaetón, un poco de perreo, ya tú sabes. Uno quiere comer. ¿Y para dónde va después de tanto baile? Para mí, yo voy para McDonald's por varias razones. Primero siempre está abierto. Segundo, la comida siempre es lo que necesito en ese momento. Y tercero, me tratan como familia cuando yo entro. Yo voy tanto a, a McDonald's después de una noche de baile que a mí me saben de nombre. O sea, yo me siento como yo estoy entrando a una casa de un primo. Yo sé que hay mucha gente que tiene ese sentido cuando entra a su McDonald's favorito, a su McDonald's del barrio, a donde uno vive. El crew de McDonald's te hace sentir que do McDonald's, McDonald's me encanta.
1: Just funny story. I remember I was, I was, I was out one night one day and I went to a comedy show. And this is a funny story right here. I'm over here with my little little button-up shirt, my little, <laughs> little khaki shirt, uh, shorts, you know, short shorts, and and little, little, little like uh chancleta vibes, like you know, like very, very white vibes, right? And it was funny because we were in St. Mark's and the comedian was from the Bronx, right? Mm-hmm. And he he was just, and he, you know how comedians just pick somebody and just go off, right? And then I get, I remember the comedian goes, I'm from the Bronx, and I'm like, yeah, like, let's get it, da 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 you know? And then he goes, you from the Bronx? <laughs> oh, nah, man, nah. Coming with the short shorts and the little button up, you know. And I'm over here with like colleagues and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm from the front. And then he like went off on me. was like, well, what do you do? You you leave your 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 downtown clothes in the in the train, and when you come down, you you take off the <laughs> You take off the BX merch, and then you go. And and I remember um, just thinking like, holy fuck, right? Like I I really am, you know. And a lot of the times we do it uh, unknowingly, right? Like, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. dressing, like this is how I'm dressing, right? But it is yeah. a way of simulating to to other cultures or other just other environments in general.
0: Dímelo, dímelo, what's up, mi gente? Welcome to another episode of the Quién tú podcast brought to you by Plural. You already know, it's your boy Pavel bringing you another special episode with another very special guest. Speaking of guests, the clip that you heard in the intro is with this week's guest, Amauris Gruyong. So Amauris is an artist and entrepreneur based in the Bronx. He also grew up in the Bronx, where he fell in love with the borough. It defined who he is now. What's fascinating, fascinating, though, is that growing up, you would often hear people talk negatively about the Bronx. It had him confused. Like, are y'all seeing the same thing? Because I see beauty in where I grew up. To show off this beauty to the world, and educate people about what the Bronx really has to offer, he launched Bronx Native. He's been killing it with so many partnerships. Anytime these corporations are are having anything to do in the Bronx, they got to check in with Amauris. Just go to the Instagram. You'll see all of the partnerships that he has built and created and the representation that he's putting on for the borough. Now that you know a little bit more about Amauris, let's get into the episode. All right, so it feels weird to start the episode without a
1: ear, (laughs) ear. We got to, we got (laughs) to, my man.
0: (laughs) Bro, I love the energy, man. All right, so as you know, on this podcast, what we talk about is authenticity versus professionalism. So let's start off with authenticity. It's such a buzzword. Everyone says it, but rarely do people stop and talk about what does it actually mean. So to you, when you hear the word, like, what does it mean to you?
1: Authenticity for me, uh, it means, you know, unapologetically being yourself, right? Being you, uh, being happy with your actions, with what you put out there Um and like don't not caring. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, you're going to have that doubt in the back of your, your mind and stuff. But just I think being authentic um it's uh it's essential honestly for for human beings you know because who wants to be fake who who wants to be bottled mm. in and and have all these feelings or ta-da-da inside that you can't really come out so I think being authentic is uh is is a must you know
0: yeah but you said so many amazing words man like being unapologetic I yeah, think yeah. most people, in my experience, and just having these conversations, most people go through that phase of faking it, though, of trying to fit in, based yeah, on like yeah. family's expectations, friends' expectations, all these kind of things. So, yeah. tell me about a time when you remember, like, yo, I was trying to fake it, I was trying to fit into something, like, yeah. but, and then you yeah. realize it wasn't you. But tell me about like yes. those early times.
1: I have a, a perfect example, my man. Uh, when I was in the crossroads, right? Mm. Um, I remember um, when I went to the School of Visual Arts, uh, which is uh, one of the top art schools, uh, private art schools here in the city. Um, my whole, ec- you know, educational career, I've been in the Bronx, right? I went to yeah. P62. I went to mm. St. Ignatius in Hunts Point. I went to Cardinal Hayes on Grand Conquers. I went to Bronx Community College on, on a university. And it was, it was that time now for me to go to my dream school, which was the School of Visual Arts, I'm a creative. I'm a social entrepreneur, you know. But I'm a creative first, so mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, my my career, my skill sets are in design, all these things. So I, I made the decision to, to finally go, even though it was, you know, extremely expensive and this and that. I was like, you know, I'm gonna take that that chance, that risk, and I'm gonna go to the to the school of my dreams. And I remember um, when I wasn't in in the school and and having all these people around me, right? Uh, primarily, you know, white. Asian, right? And I was the only Dominican kid from the Boogie Down Bronx, right? Um, yeah. so of course, when 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 you're in environments like that and there's not enough of, of people like you, you know, you tend to try to go in the crowd, you know, okay, I'm gonna fit in, I'm gonna wear the, the leather jacket, you know, I'm gonna wear whatever they, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out but the funny story and and honestly while i was in the school of visual arts when was when the the concept of bronx native uh uh was the foundation of it right in in 2016 2015 and that was that was the year um i started over there because i started in 2014. um and i remember you know thinking about that and i remember even like writing it like i'm gonna buy this I'm gonna, you know, I'm even gonna talk like this, you know what I mean? <laughs> now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, yo, what the fuck, right? Yeah. Um, but um, I um, I remember thinking that, um, but I remember hitting that crossroad, right? Do I become one of them or mm-hmm. do I create my own path, right? Yeah. Do I, do I become my authentic self? Who am I, right? Yeah. Um, and I think throughout life, we all have different moments, right? When you're a mm-hmm. teenager, right? You have that moment like, Oh, you're trying to figure out when you're a little older, right? But mm-hmm. I, I feel like it comes in different forms and different realms. Um, mm-hmm. this was one of them for me w- while I was in school, and, and I remember saying, You know what? I'm gonna dive into what I love to, to mm-hmm. who I am, right? My individuality, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I remember diving into it crazy i was like bro i'm from the bronx bro." <laughs> you're good you you know i said forget about this man forget about fitting in forget about being some the same as everybody else be yeah. yourself what makes me different right i'm a dominican kid from the bx right and yeah. that i embrace that right i put it out there and for me you know I, I I got received with with open arms, right? I'm like, yo, mm. like, who is this kid, man? This kid is incredible. This kid is out here showing us about the BX. This kid always has a smile in his, in his, you know, he presses mm. his own way. He he does his own thing. And and then um, I remember thinking, like, bro, this this is this is me, you know. And I think and those were the first um, kind of like foundational uh, uh, ideas of Bronx Day. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna create this brand. Uh, yeah. And of course, I you know, I have way more experiences before, but that was when and the brand started and the idea in 2015. Uh 2016 was our first year. Um, mm-hmm. and then 17 was like our breakthrough year, which was the year that I also graduated from the School of Visual Arts. Uh, but I remember that moment I you know vividly, me being in the like I I see it, me being in a crossroad, right? Do I be mm-hmm. do I become dumb or do I be my authentic self? And I and I always choose authenticity because it's the best thing ever dude you know
0: yeah but but it's not easy doing that right and like i love the example or the visual that you're talking about of like having a notebook and even saying like uh i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna talk like this i'm gonna do this like talk to me about like some of those things that (laughs) you're writing down in and that like assimilation process almost around like like what did you start buying? You start buying khakis, you start buying loafers. Like, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I, I, I Start <laughs> started buying the little sperrys, the little boat shoes. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You already know. I mean, but I, you know, and I I even remember even before, right? Like buying like, uh, I mean, it was you know, but even buying like Hollister and and buying all these like kind of ah. these kind of white like brands that are mm-hmm. like. It really assimilates like preppy, you know, oh that professional preppy vibe. Yeah. Um like that hipster vibe. You know, I remember also trying to connect with that. And I remember mm. being like, bro, this ain't it, man.
0: So you the, felt you uncomfortable. Know,
1: this is not it. This is not it. No, I I, I not that I felt you know, because I'm I'm a very adaptable person mm-hmm. and I pivot and I you know I make it happen no matter what. But I remember having that like you know this this ain't ultimately you know, mm-hmm. this, this ain't me, you know, I have to, I have to stir away. Um, and it is a process, you know what I mean? Because there is, you do get ox- ostracized, right? You yeah. do have all, the, all these thoughts, you do, you know, and it's it's not easy at times, but you, you, you got to do it, you know, you got to break through.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the, I think most people even start visually and they start with that. And, you yeah. know, eventually they start mingling with people and I always say like there's nothing wrong with expanding your preferences right like yeah. i like white people put me on to brussels sprouts i love brussels sprouts <laughs> no i love Brussels sprouts too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah but yeah. the pro i think the problem lies when you try something and you don't like it and you continue doing it just to fit in right that's when it becomes yeah. troubling um yeah. like for example like there's a couple shows that i hated but i kept watching it just to be able to fit in so when they have a conversation I'm like oh yeah I saw that too and then like you know what I mean because you get to mingle and network and stuff like that yeah, yeah, um yeah. but I did find I myself see, in some of those sp-
1: oh break Greca perk I love it the, the oh yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> thanks yeah, man yeah, yeah. this is my recreation of what friends yeah, yeah, yeah. would look like
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but um I think sometimes too though especially like you in this dream school going in New York I grew up in New York. I also went to Cardinal Hayes. Um, bruh! I would... Sh-
1: up Hayes. Oh, up Hayes. You already... I thought I
0: told you, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like you
1: did, but I'm like, you already, bruh, but Up Hayes, bruh. That's a vibe. Let's get it.
0: But th- there's certain perceptions of the Bronx, right? Like, I've had guests that have been from the Bronx as well, and then when they go into corporate or when they go into school, whatever it is, they almost don't even say they're from the Bronx. They try to, like, I'm from New York City.
1: Yeah. yeah they yeah, don't no, want people I, I to assume
0: that, certain I things. Like, did so you do some fast. of that as well?
1: You know, I never went that far. I feel I've mm. always, always said I was from the Bronx, you know, no, mm. no matter what, because honestly, I didn't see what the people saw. You know, mm. I honestly believe this is the most beautiful place on Earth, even if I was dressing, you know, um, and just funny story. I remember I was I was I was out one night, one day. And I went to a comedy show, and this is a funny story right here. I'm over here with my little little button-up shirt, my <laughs> little, little khaki shirt, uh, shorts, you know, short shorts, and and little 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 like uh, chancleta vibes, like you know, like very very white vibes, right? Mm-hmm. And it was funny because we were in St. Marks, and the comedian was from the Bronx, right? Mm-hmm. And he he was just, and he, you know, how comedians just pick somebody and just go off right and then I get I remember the comedian goes yeah, I'm from the Bronx and I'm like you're yeah, like let's get it you know and then he goes you from the Bronx <laughs> oh, nah man nah coming with the short shorts and the little button up you know and I'm over here with like colleagues and stuff and I'm like yeah, yeah I'm from the Bronx." And then he like went off on me He's like well, what do you do you, you leave your your you're downtown clothes in the in the train. <laughs> and when you come down, you you take off the <laughs> you take off the BX merch and then you go. And and I remember um just thinking like, holy fuck. Right? Like I I, I really am, you know. And a lot of the times we do it uh, unknowingly, right? Like, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. dressing. Like, this is how I'm dressing, right? But it is yeah. a way of simulating to to other cultures or other just other environments in general. But yeah, my bad, buddy. I forgot the question. I just one into nah,
0: the- <laughs> nah. That's such a that's <laughs> such a dope example. Yeah. It's like you getting called out yeah. for not being yourself by your own people, yeah. and they're like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was you almost just, feel
0: maybe like ashamed of, about, yeah, like, yeah. I, w- not- I, w-
1: I wasn't like, it was more of a, like a, like a little eye opener, like, holy moly, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, but yeah, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it is, it is what it is, man. But th- those yeah. are the moments, right? Th- those are the moments that, that really shift perspectives and and move that pendulum to a different a different uh route and to this day i follow the comedian uh, on instagram (laughs) and i told him i was like bro i don't know if you remember me bro but like a couple years ago i was like bro he was like bro i remember you dude so i love it i I love it man
0: that's dope man uh let's talk about the bronx a little bit as well like i'd love to hear like i know you grew up in the bronx tell me about the the family dynamic like, did your family immigrate here? Were they born here? Um, because I think family have certain expectations, depending on their own background, yeah. around like what their children should do yeah. as well, and like how their children should be and all those right. kind of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I you know, I come from am uh, a first generation Dominican. Uh my family came here in the De lo mío personal, ya tu sabes mani. Tamaki, <laughs> Tamaki. Aquí, aquí. Uh my family came from the DR, uh, from MOGA, especially um and they came in the 1980s and i always tell my mom um you know one of the best things she could have ever done was come to the bx and have me right she came here and i I was born in 1992 you know uh, when a legend was born um and and yeah you know I, i agree coming from an old school dominican family and and household you know they and i think for me this was in a different realm um this is more in the career uh, in the career as an artist and as a creative right there was n- never that really that real understanding like mm-hmm. oh you could draw but like are you going to make a living out of it you know like yeah, yeah. my cousins are teacher cop mm-hmm. lawyer you know all mm-hmm. these which is amazing they have they have their career they're, they're doing their thing but then I'm like the like oh I want to be an artist you know I want to create I want to do that and mm-hmm. that's that always you know came with a little bit of a like a huh like okay okay mm-hmm. let, let's see what, what happens uh, but but I was fortunate enough to, to have an amazing mom that always believed in me and always uh, was there no, no matter what whatever I, I needed and I wanted uh, to you know when I needed. Uh, a, a bass, because I wanted to be a bass player when I needed uh, the art supplies, you know, when I needed all these things, she, she was always there, but definitely f- felt that pressure, like, man, I have to make it happen, you know, in in my field, uh, because there's already doubt there, you know, there's already like, oh, you know what I mean, who in our family made it as an artist, or made it as a creative, or stuff like that, um, so I think I, I felt that in in that realm, right, in the career as a creative. Uh, with my fam yeah
0: that makes sense but it's interesting that like you had all that pressure but from my understanding you've always been in some sort of creative field whether it's art whether it's music so you're saying you like you never
1: thought like fuck it i'm gonna be an accountant i'm i'm gonna keep it a buck since i since i remember since i was a little kid man because you know i was honestly i was i was an artist since the since the jump i was an illustrator so i was always drawing um, and I knew I had this talent because I was like the the artist kid in that in the class. Like, oh, you, you need to draw, go to Amari's. You know, oh, you need to this, go to Amari's. Um, So I always I was like I always said to myself like I want to be an artist, right? I want to create. I want to be an artist. So in in that aspect, I was uh, authentic since the beginning, you know. And I mm-hmm. I stood true to that, and and it's a beautiful thing, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. I love what you're doing with Bronx natives for like so many reasons one and i think you've said this in an interview before but it's kind of like you're instilling pride in people that are from the bronx like you're i think you're helping to change the narrative with other businesses and other things that are because there's a lot of amazing dope shit that's happened in the bronx in fact the bronx is like part of history when you think about music and art so many things right but i think you're really like instilling that pride and i'm sure you get a lot of feedback from people like people probably be like yo Thank you for doing this because yeah, I've yeah. always been proud of being from the Bronx, but I needed so, like I never knew how to like let the world know about that kind of shit. Like do you get messages yeah.
1: like that? Oh yeah, every every day, every day, and 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 those messages you know keep me motivated and keep me passionate. And I'm like you know sometimes I'm down. I'm like you know the journey is not easy. There's ups, yeah. downs, you know, low lows, high highs and um yeah th- those comments those when people come up to me at an open mic or are like bro i love what you're doing or i'm just walking in the street like bro keep it up or you know you're like you're doing it up you're killing it uh that's a beautiful thing you know to 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 be acknowledged to to change um in a way t- people's lives right to change people's perspectives and that's always been my mission since day one right mm-hmm. I felt that the first thing that needs to be changed is the mindset, right? A lot of the times we grow up in environments like this and we don't think we're beautiful. We don't think we're worthy, you know? We've grown up in this systematic world where it's like, this is reserved for that kind of people, this is reserved for me, this is, you know, and we live in this box. And I've always thought like, bro, what? I wanna do it all. I wanna do more, you know? I don't wanna just be here Oh, I live in a section 8 apartment. Oh, I'm going to get uh La coupon, you know, I'm going to buy my little thing. I'm going to just have a regular non- I'm going to be a regular no, right? We from the Bronx, we we've already made it happen, you know. We got to continue yeah. to make it happen. So, it's always been important for me to first um touch touch the the the, the mindset, touch the heart, you know, um and open those eyes. Uh, uh um, it's really, you know, seeing the beauty right uh, mm-hmm. of black and brown people of immigrants yeah. right the hard work that comes with it right and and everything that we've done no matter the struggle uh, no matter the hardship no matter disenfranchised you know uh, through history we've seen our people elevate we've seen our people survive we've seen our people come up you know and and i'm i'm part of that i'm doing it right now and then you know what i mean and 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 let's keep going because uh i mean the world is yours you know let's get it
0: (laughs) i love that man but what gave you like what was that moment for you where you were just like this is what I'm gonna do. Like you yeah. mentioned, Bronx Native launched about 2015, 2016. There seemed to be yeah. like a couple moments. Maybe it was that stand-up show where they were like, <laughs> damn, I gotta I gotta represent it a little harder, or yeah, yeah. it sounded even like you had a moment in class, or even like during school where you were like, Nah, this is what I gotta do. Before we get into that, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
1: I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad.
0: I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive,
1: there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is
0: sponsored by Pfizer. This episode of the Can't Do It As podcast is also brought to you by Chispa, the number one dating app for Latinos. Chispa is the largest community for Latinx singles with over six million downloads. So to all my fellow Latinas, Latinos looking for love or to meet new people, you have to listen to this. This is the perfect app for you to find your novio, your novia or just new friends this summer. If you want to connect with someone like you, someone that loves Nuestra Cultura, you need to check this app. Let's be real. Meeting new people is a little difficult, especially if you want them to be Familia and Abuelita approved. If this all sounds good, then go on Chispa and find Bay. It's simple and free. Just download the app whenever you're ready. Uno nunca sabe? Something amazing could come out of this. So that next time your tía asks you, ¿Y el novio? ¿Y la novia? or even worse and when they try to set you on a blind date now you can tell them i'm good Thea."
1: yeah yeah so so for me my whole life right i've heard negative things about the bronx tell me right? about
0: right? some of those I've,
1: too right uh, yeah i mean i'm in the playground you know even and i think what hurts that hurted the most for me were like when mm. people from the actual bronx said it, right mm. like it, just little things like i'm walking on the street And then, and then, like a little, like they're they're from the Bronx, and the little girl goes, "Mommy, it stinks." Mm -hmm. And the lady goes, "Yeah, it's the Bronx." What? (laughs) What? Like those small little, you know? And it's just like we're incapable of tapping in, right? It's about Mm -hmm. tapping in, doing it, doing it up, and and my whole life I heard negative things, and I've always, always since the beginning, I'm like, bro the B, and even in school i mean in school i mean throughout my whole um you know again i felt it more um when i was in in, in manhattan and yeah. but i remember like yo have you ever been shot before holy shit like wait you're mm-hmm. from the bronx like no 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 people from the bronx don't don't look like you or don't don't like do what you're doing and mm-hmm. and it's just like you know what like mm-hmm. You, it's, it's the lack of of knowledge the lack like rumors stigma you know all these things that that surround us and i really wanted to change that you know because honestly since you know the bronx made me i am the bronx i love the bronx and i needed to 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 you know representation you know i, yeah. I need to make sure that people saw us for who we are and yeah. that's um I mean, I don't want to say the best, but we the best, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Khaled. <call it. laughs>
1: Another one, right? We doing <laughs> this. We doing this. And it's just like, um, I, I couldn't continue um, like this. So, so, um, even before Bronx Native, I was creating projects that involved the Bronx, right? I remember mm. um, my, sh- my first short film, right? I made sure it was all a shot in the Bronx. I made sure that the Bronx was a character in that film. Uh, I remember when Snapchat came out and they had the geo filters, right? And we had no mm. geo filter for the South Bronx. I created the geo filter. I, I hit up Snapchat. And I said, Bro. Well, what's up you know and mm-hmm. they accepted it and to this day it's still there right and i've mm-hmm. always tried to implement the bronx in everything i do right like mm-hmm. i remember my 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 when some of my teachers in school like every time i had the chance like i, I implemented the, i put the bronx in there and they were like you know and they, they started appreciating they were like you know I, I like when you come up and present because you always show us how the bronx is like you show us what the bronx is right and you yeah. know they were loving it man
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: not to love man like hip-hop bro Mm -hmm. music creativity the rawness bro that's what life is all about they are creating everything from nothing dude come on
0: yeah i've heard similar things it's like wait why why should i go to the bronx like besides i've already been to yankee stadium like what else is there you know (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) there's there's a bunch of different things that i've heard as well um i yeah man that must be a lot of pressure though bro because like I mean, on some level, right, like you're not only representing yourself, like you're putting on for a burrow, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's dope. But like, is there is there pressure to like, I got to make this work because yeah, I mean, I but, really want people to know and yeah, understand yeah. like the beauty that is this environment.
1: Yeah. So there's. There's pressure for everything in life, I feel, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, and and coming back to what you mentioned in the beginning, authenticity. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're being authentically yourself and you're doing it from the heart, like this is like you have nothing to hide. You have, you're doing it. You're doing it. Mm -hmm. The pressure um, decreases. You know what I mean? The pressure is not there because we're from here. You know what I mean? who yeah. is going to do it better than me than a bronx yeah. native somebody who was born and raised here that knows the culture that's been raised on the culture you know yeah. um it just happened to 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 land on me you know and and bronx native and my team and and, and it's not only me right there is a movement that's happening here in the bronx i like to say mm-hmm. it's a bronx yeah. renaissance right and it's yeah. a beautiful I thing to that. be part of that movement and and to be and to be pioneering that and to consistently push push it push it push it push it like you know it's it's not stopping and and only the beginning only the beginning
0: i love that i mean there's a there's been a few people that have been like yeah i'm comfortable being my authentic self now and you know they even run their own businesses and they they sell services or goods etc and people support that but i've heard people say like yeah but in the back of my mind there's still a fear of like maybe brands don't even want to partner with me, right? Because they are be like, oh, well, maybe they think I'm too much or maybe they think yeah. I'm too loud or too boisterous, whatever the hell it is, right? There's a fear of like, well, like I know my tribe likes me because they, they they're supporting me. But at the same time, maybe those bigger opportunities won't come because people think I'm probably too much like, did you have some of those fears in the back of your mind when you started to to do
1: all those things? Yeah, yeah, and I mean to this day, you know, uh, I, yeah. I have those fears, but I I feel that um true authenticity is always gonna uh, um is always gonna succeed, n- yeah. no matter what, right? And and I'm a you know I'm also a person of of balance, right? Mm. I understand branding. I understand marketing because um, it's what I do, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand people, right? Because I've been I've been doing this for a minute. But yeah. Talk to me.
0: Talk to me about those fears, though. Like in, it, like, what was that thought process around it? Like, were you saying, "Well, damn, maybe I shouldn't say you're in this video because they might"? I don't know. Like, what did you think about?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Facts. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> damn, I'm in this very professional environment. Should yeah. I should I? You know, and and what I've learned, honestly, through this journey, and and again, bringing it back to like similar to what I just said into the authenticity is that when you are authentic, when you are doing it Mm -hmm. from the heart, from from like, this is you, you know, Mm -hmm. I think people feel that, you know, Mm -hmm. people relate to that people engage with that right i'm not coming from uh yo I'm, I'm utilizing the culture and i'm gonna do this kind of like you know just to in a very authentic way I, I, unauthentic way i'm doing it from the heart and yeah. i do say you're when i'm in these environments and i do <laughs> uh uh you know of course you know you have to you gotta you gotta pivot sometimes you gotta you know figure it out you gotta play the game sometimes you know i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not against that I understand how life is and, and how it works with these corporate companies and stuff like that. Cause, cause yeah. I've worked with a bunch of them. And um, for the most part, what I've been seeing is that people crave authenticity now more than yeah. ever. People yeah. want the real shit, right? Yeah. And and I see that time in and time out, right? When I'm working with, with them, when I'm when I'm doing video content with them, and they're like, yo, people like, da, da, da. like yeah. they want that, yeah, yeah. they want they want the the they want the bx you know what yeah. i mean and yeah. and sometimes I'm, I'm like oh oh you like that okay, <laughs> okay. say <laughs> less say less you know and honestly I, you know of course there's some moments where you're working with some people and they're like they don't get it like I, mm. you know i remember once like i had a shirt design it was literally like the the seal from the bronx flag and i'm yeah like, and he's like oh no that that looks very uh, German or that looks very, you know, there's some people that don't understand or they're like, Oh, the, the, don't say you're that. That sounds very like scary or whatever. And I'm like, I, you know what I mean? But I'm always, I'm always going to, I'm always going to be me. And, and what I've f- found like throughout this journey, which is like about six, seven years already Bronx native.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, That's what people want. You know what I mean? Yeah. People than ever, especially these big corporations now, because You know, no one is vibing with a headless figure, with with something Mm. that doesn't have personality, something that doesn't have, you know, that sprinkle in there, you know? Everything is better with authenticity, period, you know?
0: Well, that's fascinating because, like, even, even you're, right? Like, I think we have been trained to believe that that may be unprofessional. But, like, in reality... It's the same thing
1: as if, like, I walk into a room and I'm like, what's up, y'all? It's the same thing. But, it's like, become we... that now. It's become that now. But I remember, I mean, do, do you know the origins of your? Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, okay. we've been trained to believe that, like, what's
0: up, y'all? Is, like, more appropriate than, like, yeah. someone saying you're, you know what I mean? Or there's there's a lot of things. But in reality, it's similar but not nah. talk to me it about is, the origins it, what do you mean
1: so the oranges of yeah because i've i've uh some people have asked me right and now of course it's, it's more like a greeting right like yeah sure. you know it's a call to action it's it's kind of like a response and you know it, it's that is that dynamic is and since I started the brand you know that's how I started every event can i get a yeah. year? and I saw the energy and I saw the engagement I was like this is it this, yeah, this is yeah, my yeah. see right here. You're. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the, the greeting call, you know, and it's very much a New York thing. But I remember growing up, um, I remember being in, in my building and when um when like the, the drug dealers used to come in like looking for, you know, get trying to get the plug and that was always the call. you're. you're. Yeah, yeah. And I remember me, I remember me sometimes going out the window like, yeah, and then my mom was like, yo, muchacho, <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Um, and then also like I've heard other stories, like it's when like um you know, there's more uh a gruesome, like grim stories, like oh, like when people were about to get jumped, that was like their thing, like yeah, 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 you know, and that was that's how you knew that was gonna happen. But that's why we're here to change the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. And the narrative doesn't only, um, we're not only trying to change the narrative that people think of the Bronx, but also the the, the culture here in the Bronx, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, you know, there's been a lot of violence, there's been a lot of like, you know, situations, but we're here for peace and love, you know? We're here mm-hmm. for one another, we're here for community, right? I, I was able to talk to, um, I was able to talk to DJ Herc, right, the father of hip hop. And, and I asked him, I said, I said, you know, you started hip hop, right? Like, <laughs> tell me, tell me, like, what was going through your mind? Like, what was it? Like, what was the foundation? And he said, from the jump, the foundation of hip hop was togetherness, was family, it was love it was coming to, to getting together with friends neighbors in the block having a good time safe environment and vibing out and for the people right a, a, yeah. one, of course a, a way of expression and all these things but he started it like that family love togetherness community and that's really what the brand is about right we want our people to build together we want to work together, right? We want to collaborate because that's how a movement is created, right? That's how real change is created. When people become one and we make it happen, you yeah. know?
0: Facts. I love that. Not, not you with the history lesson all year though. That that was <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. I haven't, that's I haven't crazy. I don't think I've said it uh, too much and uh, I had never said it in an interview. So you already know.
0: It's Bro, you got to put that. You got to update the 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 Wikipedia page for your facts.
1: Right? For, what does it say on Wikipedia? Actually, I
0: don't know. I, if <laughs> well, maybe there's a, maybe now this is the page. They you probably make page yeah, no, no, no,
1: facts, facts. I should right. That's amazing. That's
0: funny, man. <laughs> but not nah, that that yeah. makes sense. And it it's interesting the whole thing with partnerships as well because, I mean, let's just say like Joe Schmo brand wants to connect with people in the Bronx. I've always found because I I used to work in sales and marketing and advertising and all that kind of shit. And it's always fascinating when they're like, oh, like, let's partner with someone from you know that's local that understands the audience that we want to go after. And they're like, oh, this person's perfect, but then they try to like change their authenticity. And like, bro, like you should be taking lessons from me. Like, I know my audience, yeah. like, I know what yeah. they want to hear. Like, it's it's fascinating. I even heard, like, I know I know like a manager for a couple influencers for some very popular influencers in the Bronx. And they even have a hard time connecting them with brands for, like, products that everyone uses. I'm talking about, like, toilet paper, paper towels, shit like that, that literally everyone uses, but, like, they don't see the connection in, like, wanting to work with them. Like, it's weird. And I'm just like, bro, you know, every, like, it's just yeah. weird. It's weird. Like, yeah. like no, no, no. the, the not, idea, you know, yeah, it's just like...
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's because, um, you know, a lot of these environments are don't have people of color, don't have people that are yeah. telling them, you know, yeah. this is how our communities, how our audiences react to things, you know? Right. Um, and, and you can see it time in and time out, right? Just just yeah. recently, I don't know if you heard about the AI rapper, uh, FN nah. Moka Mecca. So there's this no. uh, uh, AI uh, a rapper who just got signed to Capru Records, right? And he's making AI music. AI rapper, it's literally like a, uh, he's like an animated rapper. Yeah. It's like the first time this ever happened. Right. So this digital light bean, right. That is voiced by somebody, of course, right. He's making content. He's doing partnerships with brands. He's making music. He just has a, he has a song with Gunna right now. And it just went like uh, uh gold or whatever. And he just got signed to, to Capitol Records. Right. And then it comes out. That the dude who's voicing this this AI rapper um, is a white dude, right? And he's saying that wow. N word in the songs, and he's saying, you know, and then and then Capital Records is like, oh, we you know da we're we gonna drop him, you know, and 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 this is that tone deaf um, mentality where these environments are controlled by primarily white, you know, individuals, people that are in a certain uh, 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 culture, a certain vibe. And they're like, oh, this is amazing, right? We mm-hmm. could utilize the look. We could utilize the, the things they say and everything and, and, and capitalize on these things while, while we have um, um, a white dude. You know what I mean? Uh, Saying these things and and appropriating uh, our culture. And they think it's fine. You know, and this is something that systematically has happened to us and it continues to happen to this day. Um, But I'm glad that we're living in a time now where, again, authenticity is 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 valued higher than all those things. And people are speaking up, people are expressing yeah. themselves, right? They're talking on social media and forcing these big corporations to pull back, to know their mistakes, yeah. right? To know what they're doing and be like, oh shit, da, 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 I really did fuck up, da da da. You know, um, where, I mean, if they under really understand, uh, mm-hmm. that's another picture, but the fact that we are talking that, and you know, every day, I see this every day almost, like people yeah. like, oh, look at this, look at that, look at that and 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 that's the that's the environment that we live in until we occupy these spaces until we create right. these spaces right places like bronx native places like like you know you know instead of being part of the table and having a seat at the mm-hmm. table creating your own table and just yeah. vibing out you know
0: yeah that's dope man I, I love that and i love where you're at right now man and i honestly get excited. Every time i i mean obviously see see your own stuff but i also get really excited seeing your partnerships as well with a lot of companies because and not just for like the partnership but more so like seeing the content that y'all create together i get excited and happy and get boost goosebumps when i see you not like dimming your light and not hiding who you are and you know part of that could just be like it's a dope creative team it's a dope brand that they allow you to do that but also you know maybe it's just like you advocating for yourself he's like nah like i know what works for my audience kind of shit but right. I, I get excited just seeing you with a very traditional old school brand maybe that i'm just like oh i did not expect yeah, that part yeah, of shit. like i get excited for that man and- yeah
1: yeah the best when when that happens right and when like yeah. i've had experience where they they come up to me like hey we need you to use this music this and i'm like that doesn't really, it doesn't really fit. You know what I mean? Let me plug in one of my boys. Let me, let me plug in one of my people in there that, that, you know, we have the talent, we have everything here. Uh, It's about doing it, you know, but I'm always, always telling them, you know, this, this is, this is it right here, you know? And, you know, it's been, it's been beautiful, you know?
0: I love that. Uh, Mm -hmm. To close, uh, you know, your journey's not over. Probably still things you're working on when it comes to authenticity, maybe some things you're insecure about. What inspires you to continue growing and being your most authentic self
1: when when people come up like you said and and tell them that that i've you know changed their perspective uh when people come up to me come to the shop and be like bro i, I love what you're doing you you made me look at the bronx in a different light you made me love myself you know love my home my environment and and i think that's a very you know if, if i change one person's life to you know that's already that's already crazy right like the fact that i'm creating change in these levels and and yeah th- those things keep me passionate keep me moving forward um like you said the journey is not over only the beginning i'm not even close to where i want to be you already know so we're going to the moon we're going crazy and we're taking the whole bronx with us all our people you already
0: there. that wraps up this week's episode of the Kim Duetas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor, leave us a rating and a review. It just helps us in the algorithm to ensure that these stories get heard by as many people as possible. Scaling these stories and experiences is the only way that we're going to redefine professionalism. Thank you. I see you next week.